It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hi, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they're just going to have a limousine or just going to jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today, we are at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which I'm sure you know by now is the home of Not Your Mama's Frosé, which is a perfect summer drink, a frozen cocktail made with dry rosé, vodka, St. Germain, Peixos, bitters, lemon juice, and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. And you can enjoy that anytime here at Wayfair. They have a three-hour happy hour here from four to seven every single nice. day of the week nice. for half-price drinks. I have three authors on the show today. And every single one of these authors is not actually a full-time author. (laughs) Everybody here has got a book. This is a pretty high-powered bunch of guys here. Fred LeBlanc from Cowboy Mouth is here. Good to see you. Fred, good to see you again. I haven't seen you for a long, long time. It's been about, what, about five years? Uh, Has it been that long, really? God, that's just ridiculous. And Poppy Tucker is here. Yes, darling. Star of stage, screen, and an author as well. Taking over the universe. Taking over the universe. With a bevy of drag queens. With drag queens. (laughs) Author of the new book called Drag Queen Brunch. Yes, darling. Which you've managed to combine brunch and drag queens in some sort of unholy alliance. It's a lifestyle book. People say, oh, Poppy, you wrote another cookbook? Because this is my sixth book. But I just tell them, no, no, it's a lifestyle book with recipes. What, what, what is the most important part of it? Drag queens or brunch or is it equal? The drag queens are totally the most important right. part. This is all about those beautiful girls and the amazing transformation. I know that right. you know that this doesn't happen by accident. What are we looking at? We're talking about your... We're talking about me and my Yeah, hair, elegant and beautiful you are. My hair and my makeup and my right. jewelry. Sounds right. like a lot of work. And my wardrobe selection. And guess what? Yes. If I wasn't a woman and had like some basic stuff to start off with, I, I might have had to start this about three hours earlier. Like I have ultimate respect for those drag queen brunch gals because they are up at well, five or six o'clock in the morning. First of all, they're not girls at all, right? They're guys. Exactly. <laughs> right. They're all, That's the they're, first thing. That's right. The they're, thing, all, yeah. they're all boys. Mm-hmm. Right. Scott Wolf is here too. Yeah. Scott, how are Scott you doing? Wolf Scott, yeah. Wolf yeah. Senior. Scott Wolf Senior. Scott Wolf Senior. Good point. I'm great. It only took me about 15 minutes to get ready. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready to <laughs> you go. You look nice in this outfit. Well, Where'd you get this shirt from? Well, thank you. Uh, actually, mytailor.com. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I don't. You yeah, get you your shirts it. made by a tailor? You no, know, it's amazing. Mytailor.com. Mtailor.com. Uh-huh. You take your cell phone, you put yeah. it in the corner, and you, you strip down to your underwear, and you turn around, <laughs> and it takes a video of you. <laughs> takes all your measurements and you just pick the clothes and it comes tailored. It's amazing. <laughs> That's it's great. my new tailor. That's not true, is it? Mtailor.com. You didn't make that up, did you? Really? Okay, it's run us really through that again. It's wonderful. You awesome. Take, you take your clothes off apart from your underwear. Correct. And you somehow make do a selfie video. That's correct. By yourself. Uh, can By you yourself. Do, can you, put, you do a demo you of that? Put it in, put what it about those you go command? Okay. Yeah. Go, Let's have uh, a they, they say they promise to delete the video, is, yeah. is what they say. <laughs> that was going to be my next yeah, question. Right. I don't want that floating <laughs> around the internet. M. M. Taylor. Right there. Look at that. That's great. M. Taylor. That looks just like Yeah, so when you sign up, you put it in, you set it down the corner, and it positions you. You've got a little, like, invisible man. you got to line yourself up there. And you start the video, 10 or 15 seconds. You turn completely around. Tells you it's good to go, and then you got wow. your, your order closed, and it comes completely 
trim. So it's a tailor-made shirt. And it pants, fits too. Shorts, and pants. Every, everything's perfect. Men, Take that, Poppy. Is it men's clothes only? I think they have women's clothes if as well. If they have women's clothes, do you so. know what that would do for drag queens? Because do you know how hard it is to get those clothes in those sizes? Yeah, and then we should get a commission for it. This is Yeah, before we start getting too excited about it. Put the copyright out there. I like that. That's good. So we haven't really done an introduction of you. Scott is the owner of Melba's Pole Boys on the corner of Elysian Fields in North Claiborne. Is it North Claiborne Avenue? North Claiborne, yes, sir. Which America's is America's busiest pole boy shop. America's busiest pole boy shop. Very yes, nice. Sir. It is. Yep. It's, a, it's a, amazing what's happened to that. And before that, of course, if you've lived in New Orleans for a while, you'll know that Scott is the owner and the creator of Wagner's Meat. Uh, you, you can't, can't beat be. Wagner's Meat. Wagner's exactly. Meat. And then Chicken Box. And chicken box chicken as box. well. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, chicken box. So now yeah, you two guys know each other from some other oh, yes. last time. Uh, his, you know his boy Scott, his oldest boy Scott Jr. Yes. was uh, a cowboy mouth fan in like the what is it, the mid nineties. Yep. And he turned us onto this thing called the internet. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is that? What are you talking about, nerd? So then we ended up hiring to do our first websites back in the early to mid nineties. And uh, we, you know, Scott's been a yeah. friend and a fan wow. for years. And, and now Scott Wolf in, in Jr. Fact, in fact, in high school, Scott Jr. used to follow Cowboy, Cowboy Mouth everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. That we started to get worried. And then Jane and I said, we got to go find out what, what this band is and who this guy <laughs> Fred is, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. and, uh, and then we fell in love with Fred and Cowboy Mouth as well. You wow. know, we've been friends ever since. Yeah. That is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And now Scott is a super success story himself. Yeah. Yes, my son is doing very well. Company yes. called Level Set. Levelset.com. Yes, they are a nationwide company, a venture capitalist fund company, and they file liens, mechanical liens on property around the U.S. And uh, they're doing very, very well. They got offices in Egypt, Austin, Texas, and New Orleans now. About 180 employees. Why does he have an office well. in Egypt of all places? Uh, Egypt. Uh, I think they do a lot of code writing in Egypt. And ah, um, maybe really? there's the connection up in Egypt. Only. So Egypt is the new India? <laughs> Egypt is the new India. That's, <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't think they, didn't they invent algebra yeah. in Egypt? Eventually, it'll be a global company because you know, a lot of countries have the same common law as America. Right. Uh-huh. So Do eventually, that? it'll spill over to them. Well, that's very that's impressive. That's great. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah. Thank you. So is that same company he was doing before yes, or yeah, just they, a different name? They changed the name. Correct. Changed yeah, it was That's called awesome. Zeline, Zeline originally. Yeah, correct. Yeah. See, the original Zeline building on Britannia Street is still there with the... Yeah, that's Scott's property, and he still owns that property. He rents it out. And then now they've moved to uh, two, two larger buildings right. on Magazine Street. Great. That's cool. Yeah. That's so yeah, why do you have to keep working? Can't he just support you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I have to keep working. Um, you know, these guys, this, their story. Yeah. Him and uh, Scott James. Senior do you like and Jane's to chew story. Ice, Fred? I do. He, he likes to chew Scott, ice during interviews. I, have Scott you ever Senior done that? and Jane's <laughs> story is very, very incredible and very, very inspirational. Uh, you you want to go into it, or you want me to okay. tell you it? Who wants to go yeah, you first? Started off. Well, what happened was Scott was. Uh, what were you like 16? 17. 17 yeah, years 17. old. 17 years old, and Jane, his girlfriend, was 15, 15 yeah. and they became. Uh, they became. Pregnant with Scott Jr. I didn't oh, become pregnant. Well, Jane parents. became okay. pregnant. So, you know, I mean. She was 15 and you were 17. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we, schools were you at? Uh, she, Jane was Holy, Holy Angels. Okay. That's funny, big, big right? Catholic there. girl, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, and I'm public school. I'm uh, Shelman High. You know, Shelman. And what was yeah. the sex ed situation back then? Apparently non existent. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> They, they, they don't sound like they needed happened? But what happened was instead of, you know, like, Falling victim to all the usual traps. Yeah. Am, am I right? You went and bought a convenience store. 
a grocery store in the no, neighborhood. A grocery yeah. store yeah. in the neighborhood. At 17. And, yeah. No, not 17, 19. 19. Uh, 19 and Wagner. Yeah. yeah. And then 19. she had. Uh, and then, Which was Wagner's. Yeah, Wagner's. It was, yeah. A, it was a bankrupt closed Wagner's in the Ninth Ward. Where was that? In the Ninth Ward. In the yeah, Desiree Galvez. How does a 19 year old get enough money to go buy a grocery it, store? It was bankrupt. So yeah, but it, it only it only cost twenty thousand dollars and who gave you twenty thousand bucks? Well, that's a good question. For two years, we saved ten thousand dollars, and we had to take a partner in for the other ten thousand dollars. And the store was only doing about two hundred bucks a day. It was a very it was a good opportunity, but this, but the store was not doing very well. And our partner, he was a bail bondsman, very nice guy. We're friends to this day, uh, but it wasn't his cup of tea. So we were working from dusk till dawn, and. Um, I remember he was putting groceries up one night, and we were only doing $300 a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was Todd, and my wife, Jane, told him, hey, Mike, how'd you like to double your, your $10,000? You know, if you, if you don't like this, we'll double your money. And, you can, and Mike took his apron off right there and walked out the door. <laughs> and then uh, the next couple of weeks and months, it took off you know, fairly quickly, because all they really needed was some attention and yeah. some inventory. Yeah. You know? So how did you know what the hell to do? Are you just a natural business? No, well, my Jane's father uh, was, was in the grocery business. My father has, uh, was a contractor growing up, you know, so we both came from some entrepreneurial roots. Mm-hmm. I worked for her dad in the grocery store. He had a little grocery store as well. He had mm-hmm. a, little, a little successful grocery store. So I learned a grocery business from him, some basic um, business principles from my dad. And then you learn everything else the hard way, right? right? Scott was telling me, Scott Jr. was telling me stories about uh, being raised in the grocery store, and yeah. you know, and then y'all bought another one, and yep. it, when it started doing well, and then it just turned into the whole Wagner's yeah, Meat we, franchise. Yeah, right. We grew it to ten locations throughout New Orleans, yeah. but three hundred employees for so, thirty years. What? And yeah. somewhere along the line, you got the idea to concentrate on meat. Well, Wagner's Meats is what we inherited. That was that, that was the name that, of the store. It was, that you yes, bought. that you? was. Did that you get the slogan? No, no, we didn't get the slogan. The slogan was an accident. The uh, slogan was... Um, <laughs> it's not the kind of accident you want to have. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, a customer came in, uh, and we had a 36-foot-long meat case. A customer came in shopping the meat counter. 36 feet of yeah. meat. And, um, and then remember, a woman tell, brought her sister there, and she said, look, I said, see, I told you, you can't beat that meat, you know? <laughs> Oh. And I said, wow, that's, that's pretty catchy. That's, that's, right? that's a blessing. Right? I, yeah, that was a blessing. And y'all right. made a lot of money yeah. selling those shirts. That's right. We call it listening to the land. If you listen to the land, you pay attention, you can evolve. <laughs> it's like and, it's like writing a song. You listen to what the song's trying to tell you it wants. You that's know? right. It's like, yeah. right. It's the same, same thing. Follow that's the, right. So you've been married to Jane now since you 40, were 17 and she was 15. 40 years. 40 years. Okay. Yes. 48. And, no, 40. Oh, Another no, 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 40. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years, yes. So yes. Jane, 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 the last time I saw Jane was at a little event at Zeline, and uh, we were just hanging out, and I'm just at, and Jane is... Jane and Scott are the most unassuming people, just the kindest people you ever meet. Jane, what have you been up to? I went to, I went, I went to, uh, I did some school and I got my, got my master's degree. I was like, oh, yeah, what was it? Oh, I did this kind of thing and that kind of thing. So, oh, where was the school? Yeah, you know, Harvard. I was like, what? Yeah, I went to Harvard. I was like, she yeah. got Harvard, she got an MBA from Harvard, Harvard yeah. in Chalmette yeah. or Harvard. <laughs> in, you know, like, well, yeah, she, well, actually, she, was, she went to Tulane, which is the Harvard Tulane. of the South, yeah. right? right. For undergrad. Okay. This is after we retired from um, from Melba's. I mean, I'm sorry, we retired from Wagner's. And the kids were gone. Scotty went and did his own thing. My daughter got married. You know, so the kids were gone, and we didn't have a lot to do. So Jane, you know, Jane's a high school grad, um, GED as well as I am. All right. And uh, so she went to Tulane and went through the commu- the, the, um, the community, community section of uh, uh, yeah of okay. Tulane, right? Uh-huh. 
She did very well with it, and she converted that to the Newcomb side and graduated with a double degree at Tulane, and then she applied to Harvard for a master's degree. And we went up there in 2012. She graduated in 2015, so we lived in Nothing to we it. lived in Boston for three yeah. years. And, and what yeah, is so her, she's, uh, what's her area of she's, expertise? She's, yeah, she's a... Uh, um, um, a master's of Theology from Harvard Divinity. Oh, she's got a Master's of yeah. Theology? Yeah, and she's an, oh, ad- an MBA. Right now, she's an yeah. ad hoc professor at Tulane and an ad hoc professor at University of Holy Cross. And two, she's, oh, she's the smartest one in the family now. Yeah. Now. So, so. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm the dumbest one in the family. Sorry, okay, so what's it like it. being married for 40 years from 17 years old? Oh, it's been wonderful. Jane's a wonderful woman. But how have you made that successful? Is it, did you just get lucky that the girl you knocked up at high school ended up being awesome? Or have you actually figured out a way to stay married? Because I think no, we'd all like to know. The rest of us would like to know. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh-huh. you want to know the secret, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, what's the deal uh, here? Johnny Cash just- said it was the secret to a successful marriage was uh, separate bathrooms. Ah. Okay. Well, yeah, Jane, my wife tells everybody the secret is that we both have the same sleeping schedule. Uh-huh. Right? We both go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time, we kind of have the same habits, and we work okay. together. And, That's and even more reason to drive you apart, I would yeah. think. Yeah, well, a lot of people yeah. can't. I, I yeah. couldn't be in the same office with my ex-husband. We both yeah. had home offices, and it had to be on different floors eventually. That's why but you know, we, we, support, we, supported exactly. each, we have supported right. each other with everything that we've done. Right. You know, we've both supported each other with the business that we did. We had the same focus on our children. Uh, Jane's, uh, you know, supported her and her endeavors in school. Right, so you, we support each other but, and the things but they want to do. We've all tried that too, Fred. You've been, are you divorced yeah. now? I'm divorced. Um, okay, uh, so yeah. But you supported your wife at the time you were mm-hmm. married, and yeah. she supported mm-hmm. you, and your husband supported you, Poppy. Darling, I never have had well a little bit that last husband, you know, the last <laughs> ten years of it. But remember that almost killed me. Remember two heart attacks and all that. And this is just your husband. Do you think it was your marriage that gave you a heart oh, attacks? Hell yeah, I. I <laughs> I'm well now. How long, how long have you known me? A long Great. time. A very long time. And I'm but, a completely different person than I was at the time of the heart attacks in 2013. Well, I'm glad you're not dead. I died twice, oh, right. but really? I'm back from the dead. Did you go to better. the other side? But you know what? The, no, no, I just know. That's a good I lost, question, Fred. What happened when you died? I lost Poppy? five days entirely. You what? I lost five days. Did you, really? did you have a near-death experience? Did you? No, I just nothing lost happened to you. five days. But you didn't see, I, go to the light or any of this stuff? No, I woke up five days later, and they were acting like something was really wrong. But there was no visible sign that anything bad mm-hmm. had happened, and mm-hmm. I was pissed off. Because Wait. I had just left my ex-husband and been out of the house 11 days. And five of those days... You're in a no, I, then I have the heart attack and I'm in the hospital for okay, five Okay, so hang days. on. So the, uh, the opposite is true then. It was not being with your husband that gave you a heart attack. Not being with him. It was the stretch. That's a stretch, buddy. That's a stretch. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, Grant. Okay. How long were you married? This were, was 20 just years. More, 20. Yeah. Yeah, that was easy getting out. I remember how that went. So, no, you it's know. not easy getting out. It's yeah, horrible. It's that's why horrible. I'm interested that's in what, how you... That's how I had a heart attack. It's the worst thing but what is fascinating to me about his story is, you see, I didn't get knocked up when I was 15. Right. But I am a big believer in, like, the mama duck thing. You know, whatever the little duckling, when it wakes up and goes, oh, that's what that is. You do, like, this imprint thing. Uh-huh. And that is why the most magical thing in the world is that now, actually, 46 years later, the man who did not knock me up is back in my life. <laughs> okay. 
This is <laughs> theory, like yeah. Facebook. You know, this the is difference was that we had there was a little bit of an age difference, just a little bit more of an age difference. But it was the seventies. Surely you remember the seventies. I don't remember the seventies at all. Oh, <laughs> so I was watching Bad News Bears the other day. You remember that? Yes, that was what a great still movie. a good movie. That was like my that was still like good. my '70s childhood right there. Bad so, News Bears. It's still good. Oh, it's wonderful. It's you know it's it's thoroughly offensive. It couldn't get made today yeah, because right. everybody offended. <laughs> Everyone and their mother would be offended. But it's great. Hey, and it's Fred, we're yeah. going to have to get onto your whole music career in a minute. Yeah. But before we do, you want to play something? Sure. Grab a guitar. What do you Over think? Here. What yeah. do you want to hear? Oh, listen, we have a bunch of buttermilk um, drops as well. Buttermilk drops. Yes. Have you tried a buttermilk drop, Poppy? No, Don. Where are they from? What's their What's their from origin? Melba's. Yeah, they're from Melba's. Oh. Yeah. oh. Melba's as a whole. Have you been Have you been into Melba's, Poppy? Okay, we're going to get onto that after this song that Fred's going to play. We're going to get talk about Melba's because right. it is a an amazing place. So, Fred, you've been doing a lot of solo stuff as well as stuff, yeah. the Cowboy Mouth world. Anything to pay the bills, you know. So, All right, so what do you want me to do here? Well, well, it's kind of like a dealer's choice. What would you like to play? Oh, I have a lot of stuff. You what, want to play you want something, to something upbeat or one of your own? New Orleans? One know, of your own songs, you know, nothing okay. to do with Cowboy Mouth. That's because I think Let's people see. who don't know I'll you... i play an old standard, an old Cowboy Mouth standard here. That. If I can get the damn thing tuned. It's you, Poppy. I blame you for this. You know this one. This is delicious. The buttermilk drops are awesome. Oh okay, my so God. so Scott, are these the original recipe from McKenzie's or just? We don't have the, We didn't have the McKenzie recipe, but we have. Um, we got a friend, uh, Dwight Henry, who's very popular with buttermilk drops. Oh, yeah, the, the buttermilk guy from drop buttermilk drop itself. Yes, right. Mm. Buttermilk drop himself, and he's a good friend of ours, and he taught us the recipe and how to do that. Oh, so this is the buttermilk he's drop from the buttermilk drop that used to yeah. be on yeah. whatever street. Yeah, you know, Dwight, Dwight's a movie star now. He yeah. makes movies, right? Yeah. So he's a good friend of ours. He comes to Melba's all the time. So does he still have that place on uh, Edinburgh Street or where uh, it was? No, in I don't think city? so. I think he's doing movies full town now. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Okay, so that place was amazing. Those buttermilk drops and those donuts that he made there were extraordinary. Yes, they were. Have you got his recipe for donuts as well? Well, we, we don't do. All we do is the buttermilk drop as one as our signature dessert. So right. We're not in the so donut good. shop. Oh Isn't it my great? God. God. And that's coming from a, that's coming from New Orleans food mm. expert. Mm. Yeah, right. That's right. Can we <laughs> quote you on that? This is the lucky number. Her eyes are rolling back in her head. That's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> like the guy who didn't knock you up. <laughs> yep. We'll get onto that. And we've got a lot of stuff to get onto. Give it time. First of all, she's not dead yet. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Again. And didn't knock me up. <laughs> I have to write that down go. as well. Write it down, Grant. I'm writing it down. That could be. A, I'm not dead yet, and he didn't knock me up. That could be a good. That could be a good title for the today's show. Ain't knocked up or knocked down. Okay, Fred, what are you playing? I don't know. Uh, let's do. Uh, I'll do "Take Me Back to New Orleans." Okay. Okay. Let's. Crank the guitar, there, hippie. The Texas sun beats down upon me like the devil's smile. I'd rather be anywhere else than here Was it a blinding lack of subtlety Or just a lack of style Responding to the ways and means of fear Take me back to New Orleans And to rob me at my door Cause I might love you, yeah 
but love me more. My fingernails are bent until there's nothing left but skin. I'd rather be anyone else right now. The light that's shown within my eyes is slowly growing dim. She told me where, told me when, but never said how. Take me back to New Orleans and don't call me anymore. Cause I might love you, yeah, but I love me Fred, that doesn't happen very often, to tell you the truth, when we have, we've had people play here, all kinds of people. Oh, really? We even had a trumpet player sitting really? there playing, and still nobody turned around and looked. Oh, well, thank you. So that's a very good sign when, <laughs> well, when the people I'm in the restaurant here at Wayfair Kite. You've still got Cut it. down, fuzzy. <laughs> you still got it, exactly sure the does. same as when you started out 30-odd years ago, or more. Oh, yeah. Years. I was actually in, uh, I was in a band called Dash Rip Rock before Cowboy. I remember that. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played in there for five years, and every week at some point every week i was in that band i was in that band for four or five years and uh every week at some point i would say we 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 could die we could die well you could have died because no i mean it was it was shit nuts. you were doing it was nuts it was nuts i mean we I just saw you we got times. ourselves we got ourselves in really insane predicaments but you well you, you would be playing drums and then climb up on whatever yeah that was cowboy mouth i was oh uh, yeah well that was cowboy mouth that yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. dash you did dash, that i would do things like i would uh throw furniture like like there's this place we played in north louisiana and had a giant like human being sized coca-cola sign and i would pull it off the wall and beat it in the middle of the room and that was fun and we just young and crazy go to jail a a couple of times yeah 
<laughs> like any good like rock any good rocker star. Yeah, I did actually. Good. Okay, so we're going to get that. That is. So, are you still playing with Cowboy? I mean, Cowboy Mouth plays all the time. Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like non-stop mm-hmm. gigs. And what about your solo career? Are you playing? No, I don't really have time for that. I, I do. do like, if I do like solo stuff, I do home shows. Like uh, people will sometimes email me, you know, and they'll say, "Hey, Fred, why don't you come to our house and play a show?" And I'll do that, and people will pay me. Really? And that's nice, and it's a lot easier than trying to get people to come out to a club and say, hey, come hear me play guitar for two hours, and, you know, so it's... Uh, that's an interesting idea. So you do, like, home shows. And do home is shows, Is that affordable? Yeah. Could a few people chip oh, yeah, in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really easy. And just fred at cowboymouth.com. Just write me there. So you have to keep playing now to mm-hmm. make a living, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, there's, yeah, there's yeah. no other way. There's no record well, yeah, business. You don't, there's you no don't, radio. Yeah, you don't, get, you don't pay. You, you don't play. You don't get paid. Right. You know, so... What about all those big residuals, Fred? <laughs> what about the royalties from your children's book? You know, other Just people tell have us figured, the truth. Other people have figured out a way to get those from me. So. Um, the book, we didn't get out. We haven't even mentioned your book. You're an author. The book. I'm an author, yeah. Fred, what's it called? Fred New Orleans uh, Fred Drummer Fred New Orleans Drummer Boy. It's a children's book. It's basically a cowboy mouth show in children's form. Uh, right. It's like a little boy named Fred who's a drummer and a singer. And uh, he, uh, yeah. And he, uh, he puts together a band and... But the bass player's nervous, so the band encourages him. They play a great show, and a great time is had by all. And what's the moral? Courage. The moral is life is to be enjoyed, not endured. The, the, actually, the moral in the book, because the bass player's scared. And so we write a song called Don't Get Scared, Get Excited. Because it's ah. the same energy, just in okay. a different direction. Right. So don't get that's scared, nice. get excited. And it's the same publisher as your book, I believe, Pop. Is it? Oh, yeah. Scott Campbell. Uh, Scott Campbell, yeah. Uh, exactly. Great guy. He, he's I a love, trip, man. I he's love, a trip. So, is it just me? Uh-huh. Being yes. this close to a rock star makes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm right. I'm, I'm this close to Scott. Brought, and I'm getting kind of. party favors. <laughs> these I, fans are very cool. Well, you know, so, like Tim Traplin designed these oh, yeah, okay. for me. Um, it's me and some of my girls, my beautiful girls. It doesn't and, have your name on it, though. So, by the time I get this home and I sober up, I'm not going to remember what I have what the, to sign it, darling. Sign it. You okay. don't recognize me. Which one are you? Oh God! Which one? How long have you known me? Take okay. a big guess. Okay, this is pretty cool. This is a good idea. Thank this is a real you. New Orleans thing. Well, that it is fans. a real New Orleans thing. You know, yeah. Tim Traplin. He, he, mm-hmm. You're no one in New Orleans unless he's painted your oh, portrait. Really? Okay. And he is the artist of the realm. Nobody. You're not. Yeah. How does it feel it's to be Tim Traplin painted well, your portrait? Nobody on my life. Do you ride in Rex? Not yet. Okay. And well, Rex. you see, he, he is. Tucks. Tim is the artist <laughs> to the realm. You see. Oh, I see. And ah, he's okay. yeah, and I mean he's really something. But you know what? You might recognize the style from are the covers of the menus at Commander's Palace, and the In the Land of Cocktails book. Okay. That's right there back. Well, you're the, living in a different sort of stratosphere than most of us, I think. Yeah. Oh God. I get that so, feeling. I get that feeling just sitting next to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Poppy, I told you none. Is, I told you none of this happens by accident. Exactly. So this whole this whole drag queen thing yes, that you're darling. into now. Yeah, that I'm into now. You haven't been doing this your whole life, but you know what I'm no, interested boo. in. I'm wanted to know. And you got the person who can explain this. This whole drag queen thing is not just here in New Orleans. We've had a drag queen sort of subculture in New Orleans 
forever, as far as I'm yeah, yeah, aware. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is one of the only places where it was always legal to dress in drag one day of the year. And really? so, yeah, you mean Mardi, Mardi Gras day from the early, from the 1720 earlys, okay? But was it the, illegal the, to, to cross-dress? Every it other day. It was against day. the law. It was against the law wow. every other day. Really? And, yeah, and those laws stayed on, the sodomy laws were on the books forever. Why would somebody bother passing a law that says you can't wear certain items of clothing? Oh, Isn't that Oh, Grant, you know, you're really? showing Seriously. your... They had the internet back then to distract them. <laughs> They had to but think of things. Why would anyone even think about doing that, though? I mean, a lot of people would ask you why anyone would ever think about a man putting on a dress. A lot well, of people would say the same thing. That's what I was going to ask you. That exactly what I was, I'm going to ask you that question. Why do people do it? Oh, why I, is there suddenly this RuPaulism? Well, well why a, lo- do a lot of it has to do. Suddenly yeah. appear. I'll show you some. That's birds. a beautiful song. <laughs> I'll show you some birds. Show me some birds. Proper. Wait, can you explain though? Can yeah. you explain why America right is here, so in love with drag queens? Well, a lot of it. Ha- yes, a lot of it has to do with RuPaul. Yes. Okay. RuPaul kicked down the doors and and really changed a lot okay, of but, things. Okay, but the question is still, why That's did ten people years embrace now. That's that? That's ten years in the making. Okay, but why did people embrace it? What, what <laughs> Is, what well, is it about an otherwise conservative country I'm not sure that's given about, us President here's Trump what I have and learned. Vice President Pence? I have learned that straight men, depending on their cultural orientation, are a little like, mm, not so sure about that. Right. Um, then everyone in the LGBTQ community embraces that this is what it's all about. It's all about self-expression and being whatever you want to be. Because what I have discovered, you know, all of us four at this table, I I know that Fred is a youngster, but we are people of a certain age. And I find it very surprising that the the 20 and 30-somethings describe sexuality as being fluid. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, I never thought about fluidity in sexuality. But, you know, there's people who they're not identifying with either he or him or right. she or they want to be they. It's There's very, very confusing stuff. But why do women love drag queens? Okay. Because you go to any of these brunches and it's filled with women. I think that we have all women, I'm speaking for us girls, have been so accustomed to this sort of sorority that we have, this sort of like female thing that we stick together because we've all had a lot to overcome and still there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the world from a woman's point of view. Well, drag queens... They're just girls of a different stripe, and they have their own sorority, in a sense. And I think finally, in the 21st century, these two sort of groups of gals are finding each other and finding great delight in this. I mean, okay. dear God, all my best makeup <laughs> tips come from drag oh, queens. What is just, uh, so you, like they're they're like women with really big clitorises they can urinate out of, right? <laughs> what is really going on okay. here, though? Well, 
you okay, really Scott? Going you doing okay, buddy? <laughs> Scott, you okay? Yeah, I just okay. realized that she has a knife around her neck. Oh, she has a knife around her neck. It's just to spread the mayonnaise at Melba's. I'm a chef. I mean, you know, that's I love it. It's beautiful. Thank you. I was wondering where you got that from. Thomas Mann, local jeweler. I love it, yes. But I'd like to explain to you. Like, for instance, here is my beautiful Lana O'Day. This is a local New Orleans This is a local New Orleans drag queen. funny that the word drag queen is cool too, isn't it? Excuse me, what? Wouldn't you think the term drag queen would be sort of insulting? No. It's not. It's a... It's a compliment. Is it? Queen. Queen? When was that ever an insult? I don't and know. Drag. I just thought cross-dressing no, would no, be no, more no, no. of a... There are other very nasty words. Don't call anyone a fashion faggot. That, that word faggot is very offensive. Don't use that word. Okay. Um, Good and, advice. But what's what about, fa- you know, hey, on the hey, other hey, hand... What's, shut up, faggot. <laughs> what's, what's fascinating to me, though, what? is that when I was growing up, like, the word queer, it was like a bad thing. If you right. were like, well, aren't they queer? You know, like middle school queer. And what is fascinating to me in the alphabet soup of LGBTQ, um, they, that Q's community... Q's good because Q's everything. You can be we, anything if you're yeah, Q. That's your and fluid. they have reclaimed okay. that word. I what think about transvestite? Is that in or out as a word? I think it's okay. Yeah, but you see, (laughs) but that's something different, though. Well, no, transvestite, traditional, no, transsexual. Transsexual is the T in LGBTQ. What song is that? It's transsexual. Yes, but that's transvestite (laughs) is just another word for cross dressing and drag queens with more letters. It's transvestite. I was just a Catholic born in Jefferson Parish who was jerking off like in the 70s, you know, to Jan Brady. So, you know. What? Is that right? <laughs> you weren't really watching Wait, the no, Brady Bunch and jerking off. No, no, no. Seriously? Wait till later. Jay- oh, oh. <laughs> okay, Fred. Let me ask you. Have oh, you ever heard is. Fred sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow with Houston Guitar? There's a segue for you. That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't even think I, of that. That's my favorite that I've ever heard like you that? sing. Yeah, I love oh, that okay, song. Yes. Yeah, the much. way you do it. Uh, that's I a time it. filler. Right. That's what... That's what happens when the guitars break. Yeah. Or something breaks. It's like, okay, oh. got to do something. I grab a mic and just go into like, yeah. like uh, somewhere over the rainbow uh, or something like that. I did it at Jazz Fest once. You I did? did it. What happened? Everything went wrong? I'll never forget. It was the Jazz Fest after Katrina. We're yes. playing. There's like 50,000 people. Everybody's back in New Orleans. You know, it's celebrating. And we, uh, an, an old, our old guitar player, one of our old guitar players, a guy named Paul Sanchez, he had the song that was popular called Hurricane Party. And we hadn't played it since Katrina because it was a funny song. It just wasn't funny anymore. Right. Right. So we figured we'd try and play it just the Jazz Fest, kind of, you know, everything's getting normal again. So we play the song. We start the song. And it was, as far as I know, it was the only time in Jazz Fest history, history, where we're playing the song and all the power goes out. Oh. Like Hurricane, did did <laughs> so, and so there we are in front of 50,000 people with no power, nothing. And so we're just waiting. It takes about five minutes to get the power back up. And I'm, I'm in show mode, which is go, 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 go. So I'm just like, kind of like, so I go up and say, okay, let's finish the song. And Sanchez was spooked by it. He's like, I'm not playing that song. I'm not playing that song. I was like, really? Okay. All right, well, give me the mic. And then I started singing the, uh, 
Somewhere Over the Rainbow from uh, Weird Wizard of Oz. And unbeknownst to me, behind me, there was <laughs> some clouds parted and oh, the light the shone, shone oh, through. And people were telling me about it later. It's like, Judy. yeah, the clouds parted. Wow, that's cool. That is cool. In fact, somebody played me that bootleg recently. I hadn't heard it. I'd never heard it before. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I forgot about it. It is good. Yeah, it was cool. Thank you. I love the way Fred becomes possessed when he sings. He almost, he, could, he looks like he's possessed with the song. His eyes roll back, you know, and he, he, he doesn't even see the crowd any longer. Oh, yeah. And you can feel that. That's why it's so good. Is that a good thing? Yes. Because nice. you're actually there. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back in just a minute and talk about Melba's. Melba's, okay. Go back to Melba's. Right okay. after this. Okay, we're back on Happy Hour with Poppy Talker, Fred quick. LeBlanc. That, that was, was the quickest quick. break was you've ever taken, right? Yeah. I know. And Scott Wolf Sr., who is the owner of Melba's. Melba's. Paul Boy Shop on the corner of North Claiborne and Elysian Fields, the busiest Paul Boy Shop in the entire world. And America's also busiest the Paul Boy Shop. <laughs> so, Show first of all, let's just. What is. What's in your book? You know what? Maya Cantrell came, really? Cantrell came to Melba's Monday. Really? Yeah, because she's in the book. She endorsed the book. And, uh, ah. and uh, she's one Is this a we marketing strategy of some sort, or no, is this an no, actual. No, no, no. He's telling you that you don't go to Melba's. Yeah, so she's. Ian McNulty. Yeah, Ian McNulty, right? They endorsed the book, and Maya Cantrell. So she came by Monday. Poppy, why aren't you in this book? She spent. Nobody invited. She's in the next book. Okay. Volume Sequel coming, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, Maya came by uh, when Entourage. She spent two hours over there eating and everything. She loved it. And guess what? The, the mayor next- of the city's got two yeah. hours to go have lunch at Melbourne. Right. And you know what? The next no day, question. unannounced, Tuesday, yesterday, she popped up again. Her and a driver. She wanted. She needed more Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> I think she's do- coming every day now. That's great. Didn't wow. you do some book launch for some... Off local office. Nice. Hey, Fred's oh, in the yeah. book. Fred's in the yeah. book. Oh, it looks like I'm. So are you we got, in the we got book? All the, <laughs> we got all the superstars in our book. Grant, are you in the book? Yeah. No, I never even heard of this book. Yeah. What is this book? Tell us what this it is. is this is a story cookbook. It's a story cookbook. So it's not just a cook, Melba's cookbook, but you see, it's a story. A story cookbook. cookbook. Okay. So it's a little What's bit about the story. Right? It's the beginning of Melba's and how it was launched, and you know, and and uh, Mama Lois, who I was, a, I was a celebrity chef. How we found Lois in Texas after Katrina, and we uh-huh. brought her back. A lot of our staff and management at Melba's has been with us for 20 and 30 years because a lot of that core is from the Wagner Meat days, a lot of people that work right. for us. Yeah. So we have a very strong core management so, team here. That's great. For, for anyone who hasn't been into Melba's, have you ever been in it, Poppy? No. It's an unbelievable place. I've it's, seen it. It's a poor boy shop, but it's... It's not just a poor boy shop. It's, it's 20, a, 24-7, right? It's open 24, 24 hours a day. It's got a gigantic laundromat, laundromat on the attached left. attached to it, correct. And it's got mm-hmm. a bar on the other side. Yeah, yeah. daiquiris. So, we sell a lot of daiquiris. I t- oh, I, that's I, awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's, yeah. but, it, but it's very hard to explain to someone who hasn't been there quite how busy it is. Yeah, and it's a cultural collision. We truly get a good gumbo of people that come there from tourists to, to all races and all... Uh, socioeconomic climate, uh, uh, backgrounds. It's very diverse. That's right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, but, I, see, I told you it was the dumbest one of them all. Exactly. <laughs> it's, but you make a good sandwich. It's right. extraordinarily <laughs> busy the whole time. There's, and, right. and every single, it's like you've thought of every, you're sort of, sort of a marketing genius. Oh, I don't know about that. You've thought of every single thing you look at. The names of the washing machines, for example, in the laundromat, they all have a name. And yeah, they all, all have like all, a celebrity yeah, That's right. They're all named after, each washer and each dryer is named after a local celebrity. 
throughout New Orleans. With their permission, uh, by the way? Uh, well, the dead ones, we without the permission. <laughs> without their permission. So you just named like a yeah. dryer. Poppy yeah. took a dryer. Right, right. And we got Harry, we got Harry Connick, Kermit Ruffins, and we got you know, a lot, lot of the, right, a lot of local So people slurs. can say, I'm going to put my clothes in the Fred LeBlanc. That's right. Fred, do I have a dryer? Have a, Is there, right. Do I have a lot? Do I have a You dryer? do. You I absolutely do. do. Really? You absolutely yes, they, do. Scott you is exploiting your likeness. That's fine. For, you absolutely do. somebody is. Jesus. Correct. Unbelievable. So I would like my likeness exploited more. Okay. So <laughs> why did you do that? Why do you call every dryer and washing machine after somebody? Well, we have, we have discovered that, um, you know, there's a lot of downtown when, you, when you're doing laundry, right? So <laughs> people... Uh, need something to do, and then they read a little biography of the local artists. We're mm-hmm. educating them about the lo- about New Orleans culture. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're enjoying that. We've spilled that over to Melbourne as well, because all of our employees they have photographs on, on, on in front of the counters and everything, where we highlight all of the employees. We got their names and their hobbies and their kids and things nice. like that. Yeah. So now we're making videos of each one of the employees and management. We're trying to make a living museum out the building where we bring all the employees to life. You scan, you take your phone, you put your camera up there, and it's a QR code, and the video comes to life. Uh And it's them saying a few things, you know. And then we got. We get you to do it for you. For it's, like dryer, so. okay. it's like, it's like Disneyland. It's like Disneyland. Right, right. It's the experience of right. Melbourne yeah. Museum. You could yeah. be an automaton. <laughs> right. So, and so, a dryer, too. Yeah. So, just, but what yeah. happens there is that there's, there are people, it's very diverse, Fred. You're absolutely right. There's people, there's all kinds of people from the neighborhood. Correct. There's people who have just left church. There's people who are completely high as hell. And, and everything in between. That's correct. And they're all somehow getting along. Remember the old hummingbird? Yeah. It's oh, kind yeah. of like that vibe. Oh. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's like the old hummingbird. That's correct. Right. Oh. Right. So how did you do that? How did you manufacture that? It? That kind of just happened. You know, people, uh, some food does that to people. You know, people sit down and share meals and share conversations. You know, on the news, we, we hear we're fighting with each other. But when you go in Melba's, everybody's getting along. But it, gets it just doesn't. Time, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't, you know. But that doesn't, doesn't just like Poppy's look, doesn't happen by magic. That didn't just happen by itself. You must have done something to create them because all these Sometimes restaurants. Sometimes those things create it's themselves. New Orleans. Do you think? These things New Orleans, happen naturally yeah. right. in New Orleans. I mean, you met me right before I formed the band, and then you saw what happened with the band. And, I mean, I couldn't have planned all that. It just kind of happened. But but look right. how many restaurants and how many bands there are. Your band has gone on its own, has its own, right. you know, yeah. life. Yeah. And this restaurant has Sometimes you capture lightning in the bottle. And just like Fred and I said, you, if you listen to the land and you keep tweaking it and evolving right. it, yeah. you'll catch but it. But it's not a coincidence because you've done it three times now. You did it with Wagner's Meat. <laughs> well, I'm you just repeating it, chick- it, really. Melba's is only open since 2012. But really, Melba's is a condensed version of 40 years of, of, uh, of practice, right? So. There's something about you, though, that's welcoming and, and yeah. well, non-judgmental or something that, that brings all these people together. Well, and that's, feeds that's them nice. And Thank you. You seem to enjoy. It's also, it's also a right. good. It's also a good product for a fair price, you know, which you don't get a lot right. of. And I mean, even back when y'all were doing the uh, the grocery store stuff, I mean, one of the ways y'all stood out was by offering a really good deal in a neighborhood not full of good deals. You know, that's right. And, and I think it's the people that we hire as well. You know, we the, the staff that we have. Our Lois, our chef. Um, these people that we hire, family-oriented people from the neighborhood. Uh, I'm not there much. They're the guys that are really producing right. the magic. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a conductor. But it's a, it's a poor boy shop where people actually have weddings. Weddings? Huh? Oh yeah, it's that's a wedding right. venue. People get right? married in the poor boy shop. 
Right. It's yeah. the craziest fucking crazy. place. Yeah, we had some people yeah. from San Antonio last month that uh, got married at the French Quarter and came to Melbourne for the reception. <laughs> really? You yeah. see what I'm yeah. saying? That's awesome. crazy. Yeah. That's great. It's, That's incredible. It is. Fred, you want to play another song while we've sure, got a minute? Sure, want to hear. Grab your tie. What, do you um, want to hear? Something up or something down or something? Not down, no. I don't uh, think so. Do you? What do I do with my pick? Poppy, have you got any requests? No, I don't. Are you really hot? No, I'm always. No, (laughs) you can't look at me until I'm just hot. You're just hot looking, I know, but I mean, are you hot? Well, I enjoy enjoy a good fan. The fan is nice. The fan is, it's a lovely experience. Tim Traplin. Tim Traplin, absolutely. (laughs) So, So, you know. I'll do that. I'll do it with a guitar. Okay. Okay. Poppy, we're talking about drag queens right in just a minute. Uh, what, you know, we can talk about drag queens till the uh, cows come home. I like to know something the about how The cows are never put... coming home, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> I Fred, can't wh- believe you finally broke that to me. Exactly. Yes. What you want? What are you thinking of playing here? Let me see. Um, he asked me to do something, so I figured I'd give it a shot. Oh, is there a question from Scott? Yep. Okay, Scott, you want to introduce the song? Sure, this is uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by... Uh, the Wizard of Oz. By uh, Judy Garland. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of bringing the whole drag queen thing. There we go. For you would make a great drag queen. I would make the most hideous drag queen yeah. in the world. I don't think I can, so. Uh-uh, I can show you who you That's never going to happen. It's in the book. You're Fred, in that book, too. Fred, you, you're in my book. You're in another book. book. That's awesome. Okay. In what? your yeah. book. Would you dress up as a woman? Not no. Sunshiny Why not? Because I'm an ugly, ugly man. No, but look at these. Okay. <laughs> Take a look at this. Beauty is in Wait till you see of some of these people. Beauty is in the eye beholder, and I see me, and I would see me, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an attractive man. First of all, you're not. You don't think you're good looking, really? I don't worry about stuff like that, Grant. No, but you don't really think you're ugly, do you? I think. I try not to worry. I think you look great in one of these wigs. This whole look. How about sunshiny day? Wait till you see this girl. That's her real name, Sunshiny Day. Sunshiny Day. So how do they come up with these names? Fred, what would your drag queen name be? Here she is. Sunshiny Day. Oh Thunder Titty. So you know Fred could do Sunshiny Day. <laughs> Fred, you'd be, you can I'd do be better Thunder than this. Thunder Titty. Thunder Titty. That'd be me. Yes. Hey, Grant. That could be yes. you. Totally, Fred. Grant, don't you, think, don't you think Cowboy Mouth is already a pretty drag name? Oh, that's not a bad Cowboy Mouth. Point. <laughs> is it really? It is kind of a drag name. <laughs> pretty gay. Okay, well, all right. How's that working for you, champ? <laughs> Pretty well. What's, what's the connection between gay and drag queens? Are all drag queens gay? No. You don't have to be uh, a gay guy. And there's drag kings. What? And there's women who dress like drag queens. And, you know, my... Okay, so my you don't have to be a gay guy work. to be no, a drag queen. No, you don't even have to rules? be a guy to be a, a drag queen. You don't have to be a guy? No, you even? don't. No, hey. it's the most amazing thing in the world. But sometime I'll have to take you to one of Vincento's draguations. He has draguated... <laughs> okay, first of all, who's Vincento? My cover girl! Okay, this person on the cover of your book. This beautiful okay. creature. Okay, this is a guy dressed as a woman. That's Vincento. Vincento. Vince, Vince over 20 okay. years That's ago. That's pretty foundational for the culture <laughs> yeah. down here, buddy. No, over well, 20 <laughs> years ago. This is a 20-year-old photo. Began, no, he, this is a recent photo taken okay. just for the book. So 20 years ago, he started he some sort of drag queen school. His, no, no, no. In San Francisco, he began his own drag life at the Tranny Shack with okay. very famous San Francisco drag queens like Sister Roma, of the Sisters of Perpetual Mercy, and of course the most famous, Peaches Christ. 
Now that's a good name. Pity that's gone. Peaches, Peaches Christ. Peaches, that's Peaches Christ. Peaches Christ. Who was Peaches Christ? Peaches Christ is, is one of San Francisco's most, most famous drag queens. Absolutely. Okay, now, so you don't have to be a guy at all to be a drag queen. You don't have How to. How many drag w women drag queens are there for real though it's fascinating you know sometimes they'll sneak a woman in on me at one of my drag so this brunches. has happened to you yeah where i and you i thought am you're, not sure you thought you were talking to a man dressed as a woman but you're actually talking to a woman but it's very, woman. but but it's up very, until like the very 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 end i'm never sure if those are really breasts or not and then when it comes to breasts oh dear jesus yeah. A couple of my queens, Lana and Star Alexander. Don't get worked up. You'll have another heart attack. They're, uh, oh, no. I got rid of the husband. <laughs> the husband was the one giving you the heart attack. I'm healthy. I see, I see. But they have this, it's like latex, rubber. Do that again? Like, you could, okay? <laughs> like, and they wear these very low-cut dresses. You can do it to Fred. And they sit next to me. <laughs> and I'm so amazed yeah. by the breasts. <laughs> I just can't quite. They're so you mesmerizing. can't tell whether they're fake breasts or real. They look so good. Where do you get them? They, I don't know. The breast I don't store. They, I'm Amazon. Tbreast.com. <laughs> now, what's the name of your store place? M. Uh -huh. M. M. Taylor. Right. M. Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. M. Yeah. Breast. You send a photo of yourself off on your cell phone, or you naked, naked plating around. They send you back. And they'll send you back. So you can't tell the difference between a man or a woman or fake breasts or real breasts. I'm no, a little worried about you. No, darling, I can, but once in a while, you asked me <clears throat> about the women who dress like drag queens. There's one. I think her drag name is Tarot Card. Tarot something. And as God is my what? witness, I just wasn't quite sure what she was. What's the psychological impetus for someone to do that? Do oh, it's freeing. Like the women, the women who do the drag king stuff, it's really kind of, it's hilarious and some of it's so good. And, you know, I mean, I think that there is something to be said when, you know, they say, grow a pear. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what can happen with some of the girls. when that, they That's precisely why I would make a terrible drag queen, because uh, that sounds like work. Oh, grow and a pear? This ensemble, just all of it. I'm telling just, you, Fred. This ensemble. Yeah. Fred, Less than 38 seconds. A little bit of corseting. You'd be shocked. The <laughs> I love bosom, my belly. I love my you belly. You would be shocked at the cleavage that we could create. Yeah, but mine's, oh, that's covered, how you in, do mine's it? covered in fur. A little bit doesn't. <laughs> well, now it is. <laughs> right across the street, they've got that European wax place. Oh, yeah. Happen. And you know what? <laughs> the that first European... one's free. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. It's shots free. The first time. We can all go after. We'll all get shots and go get waxed after the show. You're on your own there, Grant. <laughs> I went over there. I went over there to find out what goes on there, and said maybe we could do some sort of arrangement because I was saying for months when they first opened, we're right across the street from the European Wax Center. I thought I'm mentioning this so much, we'll try and get something out of them. I go over there and they're like, well, it's free anyway. So for the first time, the first time you get wax for free. Do you ever done that, Poppy? Hell no. Sounds very. That talk about painful. No, I don't. That want sounds to do, horrible. I'm not a very hairy girl to start off with, okay. darling. All right. You know, most of the hair I have is on my head. Okay. <laughs> but not all of it. <laughs> Look, Mom, no mustache. Exactly. You know. Right. So that's lucky. 
You don't have oh, to go through that because it does sound. I'm just, I don't want to do that. It's frightening. It sounds to me. very painful to me too. I'm sure it's horrifically painful. I've seen them do it on TV. They all scream. Well, what do these guys do for oh, body Jesus, hair? Oh Jesus, they do all sorts of things. Some of them have it removed electronically for good. Many of them, you know, and um, then there's a lot of shaving. And then Lana, Lana is so fascinating. Do you, do you think this is uncomfortable, this kind of Well, yeah, it just, it just sounds like work. But what you know? about I mean, this? Being this as gorgeous as she is takes uh, a long time, and I'm just not into that. Right. I'm, now, I, you know. Fred, does this make you uncomfortable? No, this make, is wait, cream, cinnamon, cream cinnamon cream cheese rolls. rolls. Is that her name, you know, or is that an actual no, dish? No, that is the picture of the dry queen I chose to pair with this recipe. Okay, her name is not cinnamon cream cheese rolls. No, but it, it kind of fits. But have fits. you ever seen a picture that depicts that better? That, that's not a coincidence, then. That. No, oh, wait, we no, got some of those balls over there. accident in the Speaking drag queen. And what are, what are these drops? You want a buttermilk? Yeah, bottle? have a buttermilk drop. Butter what are these drag queens think two? of you, Poppy? <laughs> they love me. Grow up here. They love me. I'm their brunch boss. All right, so introducing uh, what is it? Um, somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, oh so yes, <laughs> Scott, you're not doing a very good job of keeping control of this show here. <laughs> right. Okay, free now. Now you're eating a buttermilk drop. They love me, my drag girls. They do. Because yeah. you, you're giving them a huge amount of publicity. I mean, well, is anyone else taking them seriously? The day that we did those shoots and we were at Antoine's and we were at Brennan's, some of the girls looked at me and said, you know, we never thought we'd be here in drag. I was like, get ready, girls. Wait till you see what's going to happen for Southern Decadence. And we had, oh my God, we had over a dozen drag queens at Brennan's. There was a line out the door. It was, the, it was are you, unbelievable. Are you friends with these people? As well I, as I, just exploiting them for a book? And for I did not exploit them. And I would like to point no. out to you, frankly, that they all were paid for their images to be used. I never and thought about that aspect. a portion of the proceeds of this book in perpetuity is dedicated to crescent care. Right. Where's That's my what's money called. for the, the, the <laughs> yeah. po'boy place? Yeah. Do I get free po'boys forever? Crescent yes, care, who Hot used dog. to be the no-aid task force. Yes, so this is actually all for a good cause. Absolutely. This is not all just a money-making racket. No, this is... I couldn't have done a drag queen book for profit. That's not like my thing. Right, now this money is all going to the what was the no-aid task force, and now it's called, and now called, it's called care. crescent care. Which is a great... Well, it fits my particular profile even more than right. perhaps the drag queens do because since AIDS and HIV has become a chronic illness and not an automatic death sentence, right. they expanded, that's when they changed from the NOAIDS task force to Crescent Care, and their number one focus is on providing health care for the hospitality industry of New Orleans, oh, the most underserved in in all uh, exactly the housekeepers the, all those house. people who do not you can go so them, you you go to the clinic there's a clinic it's on and they have everything they have OBGYN they have pediatrics okay, so the second biggest problem we have in New Orleans after AIDS is health is health care for the it's not hospitality the, industry it's not that AIDS is far from the biggest problem in New no, Orleans no the next That's thing like, after we conquer that now the oh, next yeah. the next thing to conquer is health care for healthcare. everyone oh, I thought we were talking about just this is just for people in the no. hospitality industry this is for everyone in this city has okay. access to health care there. If you Through have insurance, care. you can bring your insurance and they accept any insurance. Okay. If you don't have insurance, you bring your pay stub 
and they give you an affordable sliding scale. <laughs> How if can you we don't know have a job and you don't have insurance, they are still going to treat you. Okay, where they have is a this? Full pharmacy. Where is it? It's on the corner of North Claiborne and Elysian Fields. That well, actually, it's just. It's right yes. where you are. Yes, it's a, it's a couple of doors down. Come on. They just built that building, yes. That's awesome. It just opened up. So what a great location for you. You could put stuff right. in the waiting room yeah, here and say, yeah, after right. you're feeling better, it's come awesome. get a, right. come get awesome. a half-price pole boy. Right. We have, we have partnered with them on a few things. And you right? have. We have, yes. Hey, how about that? Well, this is a, a good full one. circle. Yeah. Fred, you got to play something before because we, well, we have to get out of here. Actually, we're doing somewhere over the rainbow. doesn't mind, so what the hell. All right, it's going to get loud in here. Sorry, guys. Somewhere over the rainbow, we up high. There's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Somewhere over the rainbow. Skies are blue, and every dream that you dare to dream would better fucking come right true. Someday I'll wish upon a star and go to where the clouds are far behind me. Where troubles melt like lemon drops Away from all the chimney tops That's where you'll find me somewhere Over the rainbow Bluebirds fly If birds fly over the rainbow, why uh, then? Oh, why can't? Uh, uh, and that's how it's done. Oh, Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Wow. I'm thinking of doing this professionally. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Fred. Fred, where do you live? Huh? Where do you live? Yeah, we need I, have address I have a house in Old yeah. Jefferson. Uh, I'm looking at a place in North Mississippi because I have children that live up there. Right. So, and uh, my fiance lives in uh, Alexandria. Are you so getting I married have, again? Are oh, you doing, doing it, again. it again? Hard to believe. Huh? Okay. What number is this? Uh, seven. No shit. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. You okay. get last one. I'm not doing this again. Oh, You're going to get a heart attack. Huh? You're going to get a heart attack. So, how many, how many times have you been married? Twice, but my grandmother always said third time's the charm. So well, yeah. Are possible. you getting married again? You never know. You do. You never you do, know. Though. You well, do, though. You do know. No, yes, I don't. You I, don't know. I, I do, I, I've told the man if he likes it, then he ought to put a ring on okay. it. Okay. She's, she's a nun. She's married to Jesus. I, no, I am not. I, That's no, 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 no. I'm too close to Peaches Christ to be married to Peaches Jesus. Peaches Christ. I, I bet it's the best name I've probably ever heard of anybody. Hey, listen. If this, get... wasn't, if this one doesn't work out, I'm going to marry a po' boy at Melba's. Okay, so when are you getting married? I was wondering, where do, are you going to live here? Are you dragging this? I'm, dragging I'm gonna, it? I'm, uh, dragging my life has always where? been in motion. 
My life has always been in motion, so I'll so just go. Just She's from keep New Orleans, but she okay. lives up in uh, uh, central Louisiana. Okay, so. and what I was thinking about that was, do you sing at home? Huh? Do you sing at home? Do you, well, yeah. you have neighbors who listen yeah. to this? They hate me. <laughs> it's all good. I bet they don't. Nah, I nah say, we get along fine. We've got to get the hell out of here. So where is Cowboy Mouth playing? Just to- Next time Cowboy Mouth is playing, I think in New Orleans it's going to be uh, Gretna Fest on uh, whatever okay. that Sunday is. Early, It'll be early, like 1 right. o'clock, and we're flying in from Illinois to do that show. But I think after that, the next time we're going to be playing is the Saturday night of Mardi Gras at Rock and Bowl. And it's a lot of fun. The Saturday night of Mardi Gras, that's next year. Right, man, about. I'm a busy guy. It's a big world out there, buddy. You, but so you're traveling all around the country, and you went back in New Orleans until next Mardi Gras, other than Gretna uh, Fest. Other than Gretna Fest, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got really got it going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not going to okay. stop till a drop. Yeah, okay. And talking of drops, buttermilk drops are available at Melba's. Thank you very much. Sure, thank all you. Buttermilk drops, you which are delicious. North yeah. Claiborne and, and Elysian Fields, right across from Crescent Care, where you can go to get almost free health care. Right, yeah. we, can, we can we give you, uh, you know, we can get cholesterol and things like that. Go to Crescent Care and get, yeah, yeah, sir. You've got to, <laughs> if you've listened to this and you've never been to Melbourne's Pool Boy Shop, it's totally worth checking out. Even if you think you've seen everything in New Orleans, I take everyone who comes to visit me here down to Melbourne's uh, on you. Sunday morning, and the people who you see in that place on a Sunday morning having a the Pool Boy or, or brunch or lunch, it's just an amazing. Collection right. of it's a great place to watch the Saints games. We had a lot of people in to watch really? the Saints games. Yeah, yeah it's great. I love it. It's yeah. a great spot. And Poppy, the book is called Drag Queen Brunch. It's called Drag Queen Brunch. It's available everywhere that you buy books. And anybody who would like to come join me at the next drag brunch or know where the next Poppy's pop-up fun's going to take place, they can go to poppytooker.com and check out the calendar. It's all there. And, of course, Grant, they can always listen to Louisiana Eats because I've been giving them little hints of where to find me in the second break. It's all up there at poppytooker.com. Before we get out of here, thank you to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue where you can find fine lingerie, swimsuits, and gym clothes with style. You can find that on Jefferson Avenue. Um, no, it's on Magazine Street, right near Jefferson Avenue. And thanks to the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And if you'd like to join our Patreon family, or you can join Cowboy Mouth on Patreon, I see Damn as skippy. well. Just go to patreon.com and search for either Cowboy Mouth or It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as $1, you can become a member of the Cowboy Mouth family or... Uh-huh. The Happy well, Hour For $100, family. you can become a member of the Happy Hour Well, we could take 100 bucks, but we'd do it for as little as $1. Did you say arts? Uh, did I? You said arts or arts? I don't know. You what, said oh, arts. And, you said arts. Uh, over here for the, the patron. What did I, I like say? I like the way that sounds. Arts. I'm a patron of How the How do you say it? The Positive Vibrations Foundation create and encourage community through development and culture of preservation. Arts. Music. How do you say it? Thumbs up. I say arts. It. I wish I said it as great as you did. How do you say it? I say arts. Arts. Arts, bro. Arts, bro. Okay. Arts and shit. I'll go either way. Arts and shit. Thanks for joining us for another happy hour. The producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our music producer is Monique Pyle. Christian Unruh is our music consultant. And Thomas Walsh is our technical director. Asher Griffith is our Facebook live feed director. If you listen to this podcast and you want to see it, the whole thing, go to It's New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page and you can watch this whole train wreck. Happen live. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock and our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com. You can also check out other shows that we make around here, there, including Happy Hours and Out to Lunch. 
with Peter Aschuti live from Commander's Palace. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker herself is also at itsneworms.com and so is our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on all of it you're calling uh, ourselves It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page. These photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleurphoto.com. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. If your podcast app has a share option, try telling a couple of friends about Happy Hour. This show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of I know broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, Andrew Duhon is not here today, but if you'd like to find him, he's on a tour of the West Coast. Go to andrewduhon.com and see if he's in a town near you. So on behalf of Andrew, everyone around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Broadcasting, thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.